0: You're listening to EVH and Gear TV, brought to you by Design39 Media. Visit design39media.com for all your website, photography, and video production needs. Microphones for EVH and Gear TV are provided by Rode Microphones. An official Van Halen merchandise is provided by vanhalenstore.com. And now, here's your host from Ontario, Canada, EVH artist Eric Broadbent. Hey everyone! Happy Sunday to you all. Welcome to the Helix Hour. We are live for our first show post Nam. Nice to be back. Uh, actually, in a warm Canada right now, I can't complain. We are above zero right now. Uh, we'll talk about some weather and what's else going on over here throughout the program. But I'm very, very happy to have my good friend. You've seen him on on many panels here. Probably saw some photos of us at Nam and things like that as well too. Chad Husky. Chad, how are you?
1: I'm doing great, Eric. Thanks so much for having me on.
0: Always a pleasure, man. It was so fun talking to you at uh, at. Uh, uh, at NAM at the Line 6 booth, especially, and we sure. bumped into each other a few times, uh, you know, at yeah. different booths as well, too. But, you know, a, a lot of these guys in our in our little circle of friends here, you know, I feel like I've known you my whole life because we've had so many yeah. conversations about gear and life and guitar, that kind of stuff. Like, you know, you and Jason and Johnny and Steve Stirlacci and, and the whole gang. Um, but meeting you in person was really cool. It was just like a bucket list moment for me. It was really fun.
1: Absolutely. Um, you know that's the thing for me. I, this is my second NAM. Um, the gear is great. It's fun to see all the amazing stuff that's come out. But quite honestly, like you were saying, it's like folks that, that you haven't. Met, you're only Facebook friends, but we get together and it's like it's like long lost brothers. You know, we're we're hanging out and it just clicks. We're just you know, and uh, it's just a lot of fun. And you make friends that you know you're going to have from from now on. That's right. So uh,
0: I, I I found that was uh, like people were asking me the other night in a live a live stream I did. They were asking me what was the highlight. Now I had a couple of booths I really enjoyed. Line six being one of them, probably my primary. But the the highlight for me was meeting the people that you just you know were just talking about online stuff like that. And and I absolutely. think if I, I'm I don't know if I'm gonna do it again next year. I may. I probably probably will um, bring the wife next year too. But I, I'm gonna try to limit myself even more for the things I'm going to shoot because <clears throat> um, I only had about uh, eight things to shoot this year. And that consumed three and a half days, you know, like because you got absolutely. to be from there to there to there. And I'd much rather just <clears> kind of hang out and just no schedule and let nature take its course. You know, if that makes any sense.
1: Oh, absolutely. So last year, you know, I had all these. I had like a list. These are the booths I want to hit. Things I want to see. And um, it was the first year Johnny Lee and I hung out, and so we kind of we kind of walked the floor and did the whole experience. And honestly, this year there were some cool things for sure, but I definitely went back just to to see everyone for the community. And I think that's, what's so cool too, bring it back kind of Helix is that, that the Helix community is so strong and the line six, you know, party where you get to see everybody, you know, and then uh, even through the whole time, like you were the names you were mentioning, you know, it was uh, Johnny Lee and Steve and and Brian Adams. And uh, of course, Jason, and his friend Dean were out. And, um, Man, it was just so much fun, and um, we were talking about next year. Like, I think I think I'm going, and I know by next January I'm going to be booking my tickets. Oh but yeah, that's that's why that's why you, of course, you and getting to meet Eric Jr. I mean, that's for me. That's the reason to go back, because I can stay at home and and watch feeds and see the new stuff coming out. And honestly, having been to Nam, you know. I can hear better audio examples online yeah. than being out in the main floor of the music hall uh, and trying. It's just so maddening all the noise. I agree. Um, if I would have heard one so, more
0: guitar solo, I think I would have been ill.
1: Well, it's it's really because I have uh, friends back home I'm like, oh, go check this out. And check. I'm like, look, this is the most horrible environment to demo anything. Yeah, because um, you can't hear what's going on, but. Um, it is cool to see all that stuff don't get me wrong but definitely the community aspect is is what is what will bring me back for sure
0: I agree for sure and just before I jump out of the chat and say hi to a bunch of people I'm gonna jump ahead of myself yep. here there's a note I made too and I didn't want to forget about this because we talk about the community and and I'll be I'll be 100 percent honest this is not me being you know line six fanboy or anything like that you know even though sometimes some people will point fingers and say you're a fanboy i I'm'm I'm, boy, I'm a fan how about I say that? Um, but I love the brand, but the community and the line six community has been one of the nicest ones I've ever been involved in, like with, you know, different groups, you know, um, like gear pages and stuff like that. And just other public forums, some of these places, I've said this a million times, you don't want to ask a question because you're afraid you're going to get, you know, snapped at or or flamed, whatever. But Joe, when he kicked off the, um, the, the events, uh, Friday night with his speech, uh, from line six, he, he referenced something from his dad, um, and it was a quote, something along the lines of, um, and his, I don't think his dad coined the term, but he, his dad said it a lot. Was like, none of us is good as is all of us. And I, I right. find that too in the community. Like, so let's let's take let's take a bunch of us for example. Like, um, what you do with your channel, you're you're a guy that's out there really preaching the word of Variax and you know mm-hmm. what you can do with it. Jason is doing like the dialing dialing in series, which is phenomenal. He's known around yes. the world for his presets. You know, johnny's Absolutely. rocking his thing over there uh steve starachi starting to do some stuff i just i didn't see his video yeah. yet i like the post on facebook which would yeah. remind me to go back and watch the video i want to see that it's
1: great it's really great
0: yeah and i'm doing the van halen kind of helix thing here as well too but on our yeah. own we just have these little voices but you put us all together in a community and i think we really together have this big voice
1: i think so and i was speaking with um some guitar player friends over the last two weeks um, a lot of us started back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. And and as you well remember, you know, there wasn't there was, this was before the internet for all you young folks out there. There was a world before the internet, believe it or not. <laughs> Hard to believe. And <laughs> and you know, there there wasn't, you know, as you talk about all these little individual sub niches and, and different voices out there for the community, there was that they that didn't exist five, ten, twenty years ago. I know. And and so it's such a special thing, and I think we appreciate that having come up without it. And now we can go, oh, we can ask a question without getting rocks thrown at us. We can go, if we want to see something specific, there's a channel pretty much devoted to that. Um, so it, it's it's really a special thing. And, you know, Joe touched on that uh, during the keynote. But um, I personally don't know of another uh, gear based community that is anything close to what the Helix and Line 6 folks are doing.
0: I agree. Uh, and it comes from the top down, doesn't it? Do, you know, like it the, does. the care. It does. Yep.
1: Yeah, I mean, as a business owner, and I've been around business my whole life. My father's in business; I've owned, run a business. Um, top down is how life works. If you're in a situation where it, you know, the stress will trickle down. I've been there, um, so it, it does absolutely. I think it, it's a testament to what Line Six is doing as a company that filters through to the community, and it just works its way down.
0: I, I couldn't agree more. I, I when you talk about going back to before the dawn of the internet wall getting just when the internet could become a thing where it was publicly accessible by people and it was affordable by the average homeowners like whether it be America right. online or whatever it was back then I'll give an right. example of a community I was part of that was quite different than today now now you go on and you post an a-, a question you have an answer within a millisecond in a lot of cases yeah um, you know and you can see products and meant to release all that kind of good stuff but I was on a, a van Halen community where it was you'd sign up to a mailing list and for the most part people couldn't didn't have like fast internet and stuff like that so you would actually subscribe to a digest so you would say something mm-hmm. and at the end of the day you'd get a feed with all of everybody's questions and, and comments and stuff like that then you could chat back in and you wouldn't even have another response for another day so yeah. we've come a long way
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I can I can remember those days. And then the old bulletin board systems came yeah, along. Yeah, like, this is revolutionary. I know BBS stuff. You know, yeah, people are downloading
0: um, programs and before stuff. Before
1: smartphones, I would have a Palm Pilot. and There was a program Avant Go, where you could download news articles. You know, okay, and, and offline. You know, then you could read them at dinner. Go, oh, this this just happened this morning and then tomorrow. <laughs> you know, now it's just split second. It's I know, you know live streams and Twitter and social media. So. Um, I, you know, actually, Jason uh, Snites and I, we, we uh, share a love of MMA, so we were chatting over the UFC fights last night, but we were talking about this. It's like we appreciate it because we know what it's like to not have it, just this constant accessible to real time information uh, Agree. and having a community to, to reach out to. So it's really cool.
0: You know, it's funny if we get any young kids, when I say kids, I mean like anything anybody under twenty five, uh, those are considered kids we have to they watching this broadcast, they're gonna think that you and I are cavemen. And <laughs> we're talking about these palm pilots and mailing lists yeah. and like, Wow
1: man, these guys are like cavemen guys. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I remember when a telephone, you did this. Oh yeah, you had one of those too. <laughs> well, we've got to be close
0: in age. How, would you mind if I ask how old you are? Uh,
1: no, no, no. I, um, I'm 41. Actually, I'll be 42 next month.
0: Okay. Well, see, I'm, I'm considerably older than you. I'm, I'm almost 10 years old. I'm 50, so eight years old or whatever. But yeah, the uh, the rotary phones and, and we actually even had a party line. So like you'd pick up the phone and you'd hear someone talking to someone in our country neighborhood. And you know, yep. those little, little old ladies would snoop on your conversations and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you oh, hang up and you try again later. But let's jump over to the chat yeah. and say hi to. we got a whole bunch of people. Sure. Uh, awesome. Jumping in first is Kevin O'Leary says, Good afternoon. Looking forward to another great show with a great guest. Thank you, uh, Kevin. Nocturnal Butterfly is here, running the chat uh, smoothly as always. And she's going to be posting your links throughout the program as well, too. Uh, Rob Groden is here. Quentin James, hey kids, Jeremy Rogers, Music Law, hello, Helix Hour. Had a great NAM. Apolog- uh, apologies to any of you. Did not get a chance to meet at NAM. I want to say something here as well, too. Sorry I didn't get to meet you someone I, I I mean I'm kicking myself I, I'm I'm kicking my own butt and Jason told me about this after I didn't even see Paul Heinmarer he was probably like f- Fifteen feet behind me, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And it's one of those things where, like, you know, it's like going to the moon and uh, another ship and meeting Neil Armstrong there at the same time, and you know, having a drink with Neil Armstrong. That's what it's like with Paul Heinmarsh, and I missed yeah. him. So I have to, I have to either go over to England and say hi to him, or wait till <laughs> next Nam. But Paul, well,
1: if if you go to to meet Paul over there and you and you need, I haven't been to the UK, so okay. if you need someone to tag along. Uh, I'd love to go to the UK.
0: Okay, I'll uh, meet I've you my. I
1: told Johnny like, watch out, we'll be on your front doors, you know. For,
0: yeah for sure let's go meet up at yyz <laughs> airport and we'll fly over exactly
1: good. exactly
0: but I'm, I'm gonna meet you paul and I, I feel like a complete idiot uh johnny lee yep. awesome to meet him and eric jr just raving over him he thinks he, he i think johnny's awesome as well too i know you guys oh, are yeah, good buddies oh
1: yeah yeah but you we're, know we're mates
0: yeah and even though he was having the worst <laughs> jet lag you know he was in great spirits and oh
1: yeah i feel so bad for him because it's it's an eight hour time i almost feel like 12 hours or three and you know, I were three hours, mm-hmm. but, um, uh, he, he is just right in that spot where it, it's almost unmanageable to, uh, with uh, over the course of two to three, four days. Yeah. You know? Um, so, but he's a trooper. I mean, he, he, you know, he fought through it and would, would stop and take, take a nap in the afternoon if he needed to. But, uh, I really felt for him. That that's a tough one. It's a tough hop to make.
0: I know, and for for me and as and you as you said too, like with the three hours, I found it worked in my favor. I was just like full of energy. You know, I wanted to go. It was only three hours difference, but you know, I'm thinking, yeah. oh, it's midnight. It's only nine o'clock, but or it's uh it's midnight back home, but it's only nine o'clock here. You know what I mean? It was, yeah. It was oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, I like that.
1: After a couple of nights, though, um, you know, with the line six event and some other stuff, it was like, oh, it's only midnight. Wait, when it feels like three in the morning. Though. Yeah,
0: I know. <laughs> yeah, that hit me a few times. Um continuing down the chat, uh Paul Terrio is here. Minus forty in Edmonton. Whoa, we, we had that kind of weather. Wow. Um, let me see here. That's that's crazy. Uh Jim Dale yeah. says good afternoon, everyone. Dan uh Frankham is here. Warm in Vancouver. Um so yeah, d- quite the difference between Edmonton and, and Vancouver. Uh Charles Ierson Ires- says, Hey, good evening, everybody from Germany, Germany. Thank you for tuning in. Um uh, Paul says I definitely will be there next year. Hopefully everyone will be there. I think so. I think I think ninety percent of us in the and the Helix. Uh, community that we we have seen so far will be there. Yeah. Um, Terry Terry's just wa- finished watching the Happy Time Murders with my mom. Very cool. Uh, yeah. David Ennis is here. Hello, Nocturnal Butterfly. Hope you and your f- how are your family today? And I scrolled a little too fast. I'm going to try to get back here a little bit more. Um, Rob Grodin, Steve's video is really cool. Looking forward to more of his stuff. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad to see him doing that because we were having some Helix yeah. uh, discussions at breakfast a couple times. Uh, Jason and I and Dean and Steve joined ad- at ad- 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 breakfast with us once at uh, the yeah. IHOP there.
1: And that's another thing. I think well, I was I hopped the out. Cool thing about his, uh, I like what Steve's doing in that. It's not so much a long format thing. He's mm-hmm. doing two minute tips. Yes. And it's it's very cool because it's very digestible to the point, and you can take something from it right away. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm happy to see him doing that. And um, I, the, Nam was the first chance I got to really hang out with Steve. We were Facebook friends. Yep. Uh, but, Me too. But but he was it was great. You know, he, he was part of the part of the click, and we had a good time.
0: I gave him a suggestion at breakfast, and I won't say what it is on the air because I don't want anyone to really scoop it, and I don't think anyone else is using Helix the way he is in some cases either, um, but there's, if, he could, if he could work it into his two-minute tutorials, um, something he's doing with Jessica, uh, that is very, very cool, r- using paths, and I don't want to say any more than that because I, I really okay. want him to be the guy to do that, and I said that would be really, really cool for you to do. So hopefully he he does that. But same same idea too. Facebook friends and getting to meet him was really, really cool. He was very, yeah. very, very, very kind. He offered to introduce me to some other um, guitar companies that he's affiliated with, and um, I, I passed on the opportunity just for the sole fact that I would be wasting these companies' time. But it goes to show you the character um, of of Steve to to do that, like to oh, a complete stranger here. I'd guy. like to introduce you to so and so. You know,
1: okay. and I have to say, we you know having spent spent the weekend with him, uh, it was. Johnny and I would be walking and with Steve and literally we could get about 15, 20 feet down an aisle before yeah. someone stopped and was like, oh, you know, and he knew them. And uh, it was it was great. And yeah, they're endorsed by everyone. Uh, and of course, through RCF, he he got us all passes to go see the the you know, the Nam All-Star shows that Saturday oh, night. Man. Uh, we were we were off to the side of the stage. I mean, probably 10 feet away from Steve Vai when he came out. Nice. Uh, so it was, you know, it was such a great time, such a great time. And that's why, you know, I told people that, you know, the, the gear is cool, but um, really it's it's the friends you make and the experiences you have. That's what makes, to me, that's what makes Nam worth going back.
0: That's right. You know, it's funny. I really didn't play much guitar. The, I, I held the guitar maybe once or twice at the entire sure. Nam. Um, and what did I actually play? Like, actually I played a Kramer at the Gibson booth and I just kind of yep. nood- noodled acoustically didn't plug in, but yep. here's a funny event. I was so proud of junior when he was there. So we're at the line six event Friday night together. Mm-hmm. And, and for, you know, if everyone's safe in that room, I mean, I can let him wander around stuff like that. You know, I was still scared cause there's a lot of people and sure. I'm looking around and I think you even saw me the one time. I'm like, where's my son? Where's my son? There he yeah. is. He's over there with headphones on playing, um, uh, a, 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 a shuriken. I think it mm-hmm. was, or he was playing a, He was playing one of the Variaxes anyways, plugged yeah, yeah. into a Helix, and I was like, that's my boy.
1: Yeah, there you go. That there was, you go. But was, I, I can only imagine. I mean, I would be the nervous wreck as well, you know, just trying to, Where you know. I, yeah. It's going to be a scary thing as a dad to have your son there with you. Nocturnal. Because, I mean, it's, it's a sea of people. Of course, the Line 6 booth is a very... Very safe environment, but you go out to the main floor and it's it's just craziness.
0: That's right. I just got a, a four ninety nine super chat from Chad Boston. Thank you so much, Chad. I appreciate that. Awesome. That's very awesome. very nice. Uh, continuing down the chat, uh, Fred Siegel says, um, Hey, everyone. Frank Wachot is here. We know that Frank fellow. It was hey, a Frank. real pleasure a getting to guy. meet him. A re- total pleasure. Yeah. Um,
1: Frank is amazing. He's just such a great. And you know, Line Six is so fortunate to have him on board because I I, I really I don't know." of of a single better you know, public-facing figure than Frank. That's right. I mean, he just he does it right, and people appreciate it, you know?
0: I agree on 100%, and in case you're wondering, I just turned off my camera, I was getting some uh, some uh, lag here on my end, so the audience still sees the camera, just in case you're worried that I hung up on you.
1: <laughs> no, no worries, I'm you sorry. warned me ahead of time, that might happen.
0: That's right. Uh, let me see here, Paul Terrio says, I'm just putting all these preset patches uh, to use and hopefully doing them justice. Good, uh, keep at it, man um let me see here music law hey frank johnny lee saying hi to frank and the gang uh looking forward to the convo today that's from humble pie uh let me see here and that,
1: yeah humble pie is actually uh that's the guy that does if you ever see the muddy creek players a band i play with yep. humble pie does all of our videography
0: oh uh, Ryan.
1: Right yeah amazing amazing talent
0: oh good stuff good stuff nice nice to meet you um, and Frank says the official rock star and popcorn of uh, the Helix platform.
1: <laughs> well, the popcorn buys the guitar strings. Something's gotta pay for all the gear.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? This is this is a good thing too, because I I one of the things I do with my show, like sometimes I get people criticizing me for this. They'll say, Well, I came here to talk to learn about Helix. Well, yeah, we do that, but I also want to talk about life too. Because sure. you know, we and we, we can go to any website out there and learn about Helix, you know, any right. anything that's out there. But that's my job as well, too, to educate a little bit, but I also want to have some some fun, and mm-hmm. so I had a I had a horrible mishap getting to Nam. It delayed uh, yes. in Detroit for about sixteen hours. You had a mishap. Tell everybody first of all what the popcorn company is all about, and then what happened getting it there.
1: Sure, absolutely. So um, I have a company that I started about eight years ago called Chad's Carolina Corn. Uh, the website is just Chad'sCarolinaCorn.com. Um, so it's a gourmet popcorn line with all these different flavors. And um, but I've been playing guitar much, much, much longer. So. Uh, last year, when we we went out there, and uh, Frank had let me know they were doing the customer appreciation party, I said, "Hey, I'd love to to send some popcorn out there just to cater to the event, um, just just to have it out there." I mean, I was going anyway, uh, and it, the reception was great. It was a lot of fun. So this year, when we were doing the same thing. I sent it out like over a week ahead of time, and then uh, a few days before Nam. Or before I left for Nam, I uh, messaged Frank, and and uh, he, the popcorn wasn't there. And I checked UPS, and they had just lost it, completely lost the shipment. I'm still dealing with the claim, trying to get all that worked out. Jeez. So I was just freaking out. And then, like 10 minutes later, I got a text that my flight was canceled. Chicago was going to be under snow and ice, and so <laughs> I'm lo- And work was like just driving me crazy. So it was it, the day before I left town. It was just insanity. Um, my wife had a great idea. She said, look, you're not checking a bag. Get, get our biggest luggage, pack it full of popcorn and just check it on the plane. That's what I did. So save the day uh, as much as possible. We were able to get uh, 20 or so bags out there for the party and people seemed to enjoy it. So um, crisis averted. And it was funny because I, I was really wanting to, to uh, complain. And uh, you know my package got lost. I'm having to deal with flight changes. I was all stressed out. And then I, I saw what you and, and uh, Jason, of course, Dean had to go through, and Eric Jr. to to get out to California with the delays and, and everything you dealt with. And I thought, you know what, I my situation is not so bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're you're in the process of getting it worked out. And I just want to say oh, thank yeah. you as well too. Paul Terrio just did a fifty a fifty dollar super chat. Thank you, sir. Oh wow, uh, awesome. very very kind of you. Um, it's I can't even say I can't, I'm at a loss for words. And usually that's not a problem thank you from the bottom of my heart and thank you to chad uh, as well to chad boston it was very kind of you gentlemen yes um let's continue down the chat here for a second so thank you so very very much everyone um uh brad miller saying good afternoon uh folks from foggy tampa quentin james says i still use aol for my email uh, riley io is here um, <laughs> let me see gary sheehan hello from uh the patriots nation and I think uh, it's, uh, that's kind of ties into a question that Quentin had. He says, "What time is the Puppy Bowl?" And I think that's probably around. F- I don't watch football anymore, but four or five o'clock, six. What time is the game? Six o'clock.
1: I I really don't know. I think I think all the pre stuff starts at six. Okay. Um, about um, twenty six years ago, I got a guitar, and that was kind of the end of the Super Bowl for me. Yep, <laughs> I, just... <laughs> I know. <clears throat> I, I don't really watch uh, any i I'll, but I'll probably tune in. But I, I really, I I don't know. I think all the pregame stuff starts at six.
0: Okay, there you I, go. That's, Um, And Quentin says, I'm 54-ish something. Uh, Janice Lala says, hi, I'm new here. Nice to have you here, Janice. Um, Let me see here. (laughs) Fred Siegel says, "4250 spring chickens. Um, (laughs) Let me see here. And Ben Burnett says, I grew up with the party line telephone service. You picked up the phone and politely asked to use the phone. Early 80s when the line privatized. Yeah, that sounds about right. So very, very cool that we've got others uh, experiencing the same thing. Uh, We're getting some links now being shared by Nocturnal Butterfly. She's posting um, uh, your personal music page on Facebook, and we'll have some other links throughout the uh, the day as well, too. Um, So I want to ask you, this is something I tried to attend, and I only got into the hubbub of it, and I had to kind of work my way out of it. Did you go see Derek Smalls at the Ampeg event?
1: i did i did uh we we were pretty close and it it was it was a lot of fun they did of course big bottom yeah which is the quintessential spinal tap song and then he's got a a cd coming out a solo record I guess we can still call them records we're old guys right that's right (laughs) and he kind of went through some of the song titles and there were some pretty funny ones in there uh but it was it was just fun you know you see an 11 foot tall uh ampeg beast svt and uh of course, I mean they're always funny. And I know. Uh, talking to Frank, he he mentioned, you know, Derek Smalls never broke character the whole time. I know. Uh, yeah. So that was cool. That was pretty cool. Uh, that was one of the one of the highlights. Um, definitely, meant that. And then, of course, seeing seeing the All Star Show on Saturday was a big highlight. But again, mostly it was just the Line Six community was the highlight for me for sure.
0: I I tried to make the. Well, I I'm not gonna say I tried. I did make the Derek Smalls event. But I got there too late. I should have been there two hours early. And um, I I was in there before it started and got to, you know, talk to Frank, stuff like that. And Junior and I were talking with him. And then we had to book it back over to the uh, convention center up on the third floor because we had to get up to the EVH Charvel, (coughs) excuse me, Jackson booth. Because Junior wanted to meet um, Mick Thompson from Slipknot. Oh, so we're up there, good. and then, okay, now I can book back over to the Marriott there, and by the time I got there, there's, I'm going to say, 450 people, 500 people in that lobby, and the only way I could have even got a shot, because because Harry, or Derek Smalls, is not a very t- tall man to begin with, and... His name is very fitting. That's right, that's right, <laughs> and the, so even the average height person at the front of the audience uh, was, you know, over him, and I I could have taken my tripod and put up about 10 feet. Some people were doing that, but that just causes either risk to hurting myself, breaking my equipment, or hurting someone else. Yeah. So I said, you know what, yeah, it's not in the cards. I got to hear him play, and that amp sounded amazing, yeah. you know, 15 it, feet back. But strangely— Well, and the thing
1: the thing about that event, because we, we were all staying there with our camera phones, obviously. I was standing there with uh, Jason and, and Brian Adams, and, yep. and uh, um, I think Ciroga, Chris Siraga was standing there with us. Okay. But it, we, we filmed a little bit, but then we looked around, and I think Line 6 was documenting it, and we're like, there's really no—what are we going to do with our— food? Yeah. <laughs> it's like— it, it, it's going to be out there. That's so right. I don't. You didn't really miss anything as far as getting the footage. Uh, it was a well-documented event.
0: I agree on for that. Sure. But the strange thing was, it's like a kind of kind of a bummer. And actually, I'm I'm talking with um with Harry's uh, publicist right now as well too to get him on on the EVH show because I always oh, get nice. these I always get these comments as you saw on Facebook as well too. Everyone calls him calls me his doppelganger and calls him you know blah 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 like with the mustache right. And so uh, it's always like on YouTube, yeah. people say, oh, look at Derek Smalls is interviewing Chad Husky or whatever. You know, it's like, I haven't heard that one before. That's like my most common comment, <laughs> right? So we're trying to piece this together. So I was bummed I didn't get a yeah. chance to meet him. And then we're our last night of Nam, I guess it would have been Saturday night. We're walking back from wherever we were. I forget where it was. I, I was probably Boss. I think Boss was our last booth that we were at. And boom, we run yeah. into him. He was going to the stage. And it was like, oh, my God. And I actually, I felt bad because I said, hey, I call him Harry, you know, like out of, out of, you know, nature right. by his real name. And he looked at me kind sure. of crazy and we took a picture, but it was like, it was epic. It was so epic. Yeah, that was, that was yeah. fun. so
1: oh, you posted that on Facebook. I'm like, that was, that ran into it. That was fantastic. Yeah.
0: That was just totally crazy. Um, a couple more uh, comments down yeah. in the chat here as well, too. Uh, let me see. Uh, Paul Terrio says, I'm working hard on being part of the line six heavyweights. There you go. You know, just being in a line six, uh, community, I think you automatically makes you a heavyweight because, uh, yeah, uh, together. Right. Um, Absolutely. Oh, Johnny says something very nice about juniors he Says junior is a legend. Very, very cool. I yes. appreciate that. He, um, he gave him some, uh, British currency as well too, just to, to have, so he would see it like, and and we it's kind of like our Canadian money plastic has got some see-through things on it. So that was very nice of him.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and nice. and Chad says uh, Paul Terrio, you are a heavy hitter. Um, let me see what was the next thing here as well too. I saw another comment here. Um, excuse me here. What oh, Derek Dean is here. Very very nice. Uh, and yep. that's Dean Croker. That's what's uh, up.
1: What's up, Dean? How yeah. are you, man.
0: Nice to have you joining in. We made a new friend there. It was awesome. And uh, you know, Junior we as well too. It was like you know, I, I appreciated the way everyone was treating him like a young adult, which he is. But he just he, he felt sure. like he was uh, part of the team, and, and Dean had a lot to do with that as well too. Very very nice.
1: Absolutely, and that's that's the cool thing. You know, I got home and and um, you know my wife's like, oh, did you see any cool stuff? Gear this, and I said, well, I think what was really cool was was all of the people that hung out with. We had friends from Liverpool, from New York, from Ohio, from California, from Canada. Yeah, she said from Canada. She's like, what was that about? Eh. So I that's my poor attempt at a Canadian joke. That's all good. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it was just that's the fun part is like we have such a rare opportunity to come from all over the world and just meet up here at this this one spot, this mecca of guitar, every once a year, and uh, just have a good time. And um, you know, like like we mentioned earlier, it just feels like just long lost friends, really.
0: I agree with that. I agree. Um, I had a question here, too, and I just I lost it here. I'll, see, I'll come back to it in a bit, but while, while I'm trying to find that one, um, we we'll talk about Variax, right? I'm a new yes. Variax user. I've been using Helix longer than I've been using Variax, but I enjoy the Variax greatly. You're one of the guys, um, you know, like now Jason really does the the dialing in thing, and that's his thing, and he, and he does that really, really, really well. And I think, I mean, I know there's other guys out there uh, doing Variax stuff, but you're a, kind of a uh, the, the biggest preacher of the product. Can you tell us when yeah. you discovered Variax and, and how it changed your life as a guitarist?
1: Oh, absolutely. So um, to go back, I was playing in a touring band back in 2001, 2002, um, the singer really liked to sing in F and F sharp, uh, but a lot of it was capoed with open riffs, and and um, as you know, when you capo a guitar, it, it's it, it's an, it's just annoying to do it all night, knocks it out of tune, and all that sort of stuff. So what I ended up doing was I built a rig around the Roland VG88 because I had the 13 pin cable, and I could do these things. But it was, it was okay for the time, but it wasn't the seamless solution that, that I loved. So. Um, You know, Variax got announced, I think, in 03. And then I started, the first Variax I bought was in 05. Uh, I kind of tested the waters with a Variax 300 when Workbench came out, and you could do all the custom tuning stuff. Um, From there, I I went to the 600. I had the uh, Acoustic 700. Then once the JTV stuff came out, um, I haven't looked back. Um, My current, you know, basically my current rig is a JTV 69 and a JTV 59, for a couple reasons, people always ask, why do you have two? One is at a gig, you never know when you're going to break a string. I play pretty hard, it happens. So it's nice to have a backup I can plug in and everything is identical. Uh, and then sometimes I like the feel of a Strat-style guitar and sometimes a Les Paul-style guitar. But um, the ability to to cover Strat, Les Paul, whatever else on the electric side, and then acoustic 12-string dobro, the alternate tuning stuff, and now with Helix, to have two-way communication and to be able to do all that with basically a touch of a button, um, I, I just literally can't imagine going back to not gigging without a bariax. And um, so and I, I like to get into Workbench and, and kind of dig into the settings. I always kind of relate it to if you're playing a Helix I don't know anyone that plays stock Helix patches. Nothing against stock patches. Um, and there are some nice ones on, on the uh, stomp I hear. There's like a JS tag on them or something. I heard rumors, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but nothing wrong with stock patches, but you know when you get it, you're going to have to do a little something to make it your own. I look at the Variax that way. Open up Workbench, and um, to date, my most popular Workbench video is the one that deals with tweaking the Strat. When they went to the hd firmware back in 2013 i believe it was um the strat model which i didn't have a problem with it but it was a little maybe thinner than the previous uh in terms of a little high-end and not quite as thick sounding a lot of people just really didn't for whatever reason didn't like that so i posted a video kind of going through what i did to kind of beef it up and and some things and i've done i've got a video comparing it to my stevie Ray Vaughan signature strat um, and people really seem to respond well to that, and are enjoying it. I actually had uh, a gentleman who plays in a YouTube tribute band in, in in Italy, I think, or somewhere overseas. That that we went back and forth last year, and it was really helping him be able to use his very acts to do the work he needed to do. Um, so the response has been great to that. So one of the thing, one of my goals for two thousand nineteen, because. In 2018, it was just one of those years that just flew by and had a lot of stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was like, oh, wow, it's over already. So one of my goals for 2019 is to get kind of get back to a more regular schedule of making content. Uh, And a lot of that's going to have to do with Variax. I want to kind of do an A to Z series and everything because I still get questions like, okay, I've got this interface and this Ethernet cable. What do I do? So taking it from that all the way to... Just, you know, what can you do? And, um, of course, you know, Stevic has is, is been a great ambassador with the Shuriken, and, and he does some really wild stuff with it. Um, I think I fall more into the kind of the everyman version of um, what can be done at a typical gig, and you know, to uh, have Variax make your life easier. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the reasons, too, that at NAMM, I didn't have lust for this or that or the other thing, because I have my Variax guitars, I have my Helix I'm good. I know. I, I, I throw the, you know, the Helix backpack on, I grab my two guitars and that's my gig, yeah. honestly. Um, you know, and a lot of guys talk about that amp in the room feel. I like the feel of not having to carry an amp into the room. You know, it just works for me. There you go. I like that. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, so Variax has been a huge part of the equation. Uh, and then adding Helix just took it to another level. Absolutely. I could
0: almost—I know this isn't the case, but I could almost anticipate there being some animosity between uh, amplifier manufacturers and guitar manufacturers when Line Six shows up at NAMM. It's like, hey, those are those guys that you know—they're the cause of of no one buying our amps and guitars anymore because we're we're so focused on what we can do with this product. And you know, we always talk about Helix, how we've got like every amp and effect in the world you could possibly ever have at your at at your fingertips. But I think a lot of us sometimes overlook with Variax. thats like having a you know a, a truckload of guitars. You know, from, from banjos to it, Martins yes. to to crazy crazy stuff.
1: It, it absolutely is. And, and I think that it, it does get overlooked. Um, and, that, you know, in my small way, I'm trying to kind of help that with my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And, and I talk to people at gigs all the time. They come up to me, oh, you know, I liked your tone or whatever. And immediately I say, well, have you seen these guitars? Because and, and I, I sent you a patch that we're gonna we're gonna give away and mm-hmm. uh, when we get into that I'll, I'll kind of walk through some some more practical stuff of that but um, it allows you you know if you especially if you show up at a gig and and uh, as an example we were doing um, a Stevie Wonder song at, at a gig and the trumpet player shows up and goes oh instead of B I want to do some B flat And I was like click all right let's do it Done. <laughs> you know <laughs> um, it, it, it just makes life easy and um, I've also shared this on my YouTube channel but I actually have started to develop carpal tunnel, pretty bad in both wrists. That's so not good. It's no, it's it's part of that getting old thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I you know bar chords have been playing forever, but now if I hold a bar chord for for the whole song, mm-hmm. um, my wrist is just on fire. So uh, we did uh, Sergeant Pepper's, and it's basically just a seventh bar chord the whole song. Oh boy! So I used I used uh, the Variax and Helix to retune the guitar to a seven chord where I could just hold one finger. Um, now, I don't recommend this as a shortcut to not learn your bar chords, kids. Right, uh, right. But, um, but for an old fellow like myself, uh, it really helped, uh, helped me out with some physical limitations I'm dealing with. Uh, and then I, so I had a snapshot for the, the intro lead right into that. And then we played a little help from my friends. And I ended up wanting to play that in D. So I had another snapshot that took it up, you know, like capoed on the second fret. So I can literally just step through the gig. I set up all everything ahead of time. And the main thing for me is when I get to the show and I'm playing the show, I don't want to have to think about the gear. Right. That's the biggest thing. I used to use a pedal board and and that I had to roll around with the hand truck because it was so heavy and what something was always going wrong. You know, some cable or you got a hum or something. And with this, it's just like I don't I can just have fun. I can try to perform and and connect with the audience and enjoy what I'm doing and not have to think about the gear. And to me, that's the ultimate goal of gear. It's a tool, the Variax is a tool, the Helix is a tool. Um, there is definitely an emotional connection musicians have with the gear, and mm-hmm. I get that, and I have that as well. But at the end of the day, when I'm going to do a show, I'm, I'm working for the audience. I want them, what they, I always focus on what's coming out of front of the house, because that's what the audience is gonna hear. Um, I'm not so much concerned with what it feels like for me on stage as much as what they're gonna hear. And to be honest, as far as what I feel on stage, If the crowd connects with what we're doing, that's a better feeling than any amp I've stood in the room with.
0: I agree. I agree.
1: And that's kind of the that's the gold standard for me is if we can have a show where the crowd is engaged and involved and they feel something, then the job is done. And again, everyone has a different way of going about it. But for me, the Helix and Variax are tools that have gotten all of the technical parts out of the way where I can just go and do that you know, and have
0: fun. It makes it easy to have fun. I remember one time a while back, this was a couple months back, I'd say at least, but I did um, a live stream at night, just to have fun. I was over on the EVH side of the, the show, and I was yep. using my Variax, and I've only got um, two professional records done in my life. I've got two records, and then I've got a small EP, but between yep. those two records plus a couple additional songs, We've had multiple singers, multiple tunings, all multiple uh, ranges, all that kind of stuff. So one night I grabbed the Variax and I played my entire catalog uh, start to finish and I didn't have to switch a guitar and it was really, really awesome. I mean, it was oh. such a good feeling and people are like, that's so cool because sometimes I'll say, oh, I can't do that one because I need my detuner or I, I need a blah, 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 whatever it is. Some of my guitars, they're they're, uh, they're Floyd's without a detuner. So I'm like, yeah. what do I do, right? But The Variax let me do all yeah. of it and uh, it was yes. so easy
1: it really is it really is and uh, i did have have an evh uh back in the day with the d tuning mm-hmm. and for the time that was like wow a floyd i can drop d so quickly that was amazing i know but but uh but yeah i mean it it, it really is and i you know it just seems like people um i know that the gears the Variax has been out for years but it, it you know it's still like people are going what is that new what is that how do you, I do know. That? <laughs> you know yeah so that's my personal goal is just to try to get as many people as possible on board and go, hey, look what you can do. You can solve all these problems. You can have fun. And another thing, too, I um, one of my older Variax guitars, uh, when I got the JTVs, I sold my older generation one to a guy who was just starting to play. And I said, look, here's the thing. You, you may not take advantage of all the features, but in the same way amp modeling works, you may not know, having just started, what a Stratocaster sounds like, right. what a Telecaster sounds like, a Les Paul. Ball- this is a good way, even if you go on to build a huge guitar collection, this is a good way to figure out what you actually like without spending hundreds or thousands of dollars, you know, to say, oh, I need a Telecaster, I need this, I need a Gretsch, uh, uh, you know, play them and go, oh, this is what I actually like. And, and even if you do go to traditional music uh, or traditional guitars... Um, You've kind of shortcutted your way to not spending a lot of money on trial and error, I think.
0: Yeah, because that's where a lot of money gets wasted because you buy something and then if you can't return it, you know, you end up selling it off or, you know, and you take a major loss. You can only do that so long before it almost forces you out of the game. So I like that. It's like a sampler, a little sampler.
1: It, it, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, you know, it's like the, I saw a meme on the internet one time. It was like, uh, you go to a gig, you get paid a hundred dollars. You you pull up in a five thousand dollar car with five thousand dollars worth of gear and twenty years worth of rehearsing. You yeah, know?
0: for a hundred bucks. Uh,
1: w- which for a hundred bucks and exposure, you know, yeah, you know, all that exposure,
0: you know. But. Oh yeah, exposure that really helps <laughs> pay the bills. I know. Um, I,
1: gosh, I can't tell you how many times I've put on the check to pay my bills, like exposure, <laughs> and it has never cashed once.
0: I know, I know. But think of the exposure <laughs> you're gonna get, guys. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome.
1: Think of it. Yeah, we're doing you a favor.
0: That's right. There's a couple comments that come in earlier. I, I uh, missed it. Uh, Steve Strelacci says, "Hey guys, uh, he says, Chad, don't raise your voice. Miss you guys. I'm at rehearsal, so I have to catch up later." <laughs> and and I'm a
1: little inside joke from I, our party. I
0: know and yeah. and we figured i was uh, inside because there was some uh, little emojis uh and rob <laughs> groden says we need an east coast line six get together yeah i'm actually i want to try to do something here with jason um with jason just down the road from me we, literally he's probably about 45 minutes away from me so i want to try to uh, spearhead something in Southwestern Ontario, or I mean, if we take it a little further either way, and, um, you know, I think it'd be good to uh, get him involved with it as well, too, and try to get a bit of a, a, a hang, a, a meetup, up, right? I, I and mean, we have some people come over from Michigan and New York, and, yeah. you know, things like that. It would be only like a few hour drive for some people. And hey, who knows, maybe some people might want to fly in, too. But we're gonna, we're, I, I've been talking about this with Nocturnal for a while. And I don't know if I've even mentioned it to Jason, but if he hears as you know, he'll he'll know about it now, but I'd love to have him involved. Um, yeah. and a couple well, minutes we're keep gonna,
1: me in the loop I, I would be interested in for that, sure
0: though. I'm glad to I will gladly do that you'll, you'll be seeing it online for sure and I'll share it with you guys uh, let me see here uh, yeah Frank says the Nam experience for sure Brian Cote is here saying hey everyone hope you're having a great afternoon um, Ben Burnett says the Helix is cool but the community is next level awesome help is everywhere everyone is glad to share best community by far um, And Quentin James says you didn't have a leash on my baby I'm assuming he's meaning uh, Eric Jr. I, I even Nocturnal <laughs> said you might want to put a leash on him but yeah, it was, I had my worries, but we we got through it, uh, and everyone there, uh, you know, knew who he was too. You know, for the most part. So there, I think everyone was protecting him as much as I was. Uh,
1: yeah, I think he was probably the most recognizable, you know, young person there. Was, you I, I know, think so. This, yeah, with the yeah. shirt and the, you know, you guys, I got a hats off too. Um people that haven't been to the show, it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting to just attend. And uh, you know the work you guys put into to doing you know having all the meetings and doing the coverage. I mean, hats off. I, I was exhausted just going and walking around and hanging out. So we were we were <laughs> fantastic done. job. Thank you. you.
0: I appreciate. It. I remember going to see my buddy Adam Reaver over at um Fu Tone, and you know you know it's like when someone says, "Oh my God, you look you just you, how do they say it? You look like you're just spent." And I was like, "Oh my God!" <laughs> so that must have meant I look horrible because when a friend says that to you, you know what I mean. You must look yeah. really bad. Uh, it was, yeah. it was rough.
1: It'll get, it'll, it'll wear you down. I, I mean, it's, it's a grind. It's a grind.
0: It, for it sure. is for sure. I didn't get the, the, the full, the full blown anthrax. I had a bit of a sore throat for a little bit. Other than that, not too, too bad. Um,
1: well, I had a good strategy actually accidentally. I got really sick the week before. There you so go. I, I got on antibiotics and, and stuff. And, um, so I, I had some immunity going into, uh, end of the show so I have to worry about anthrax.
0: I think much. you might have told me about that because I think we did a panel very shortly before or, or maybe that's just right. after the panel. Yeah.
1: Oh gosh, that there was the go. day I started my antibiotics. I was really sick that day.
0: Oh man, that's crazy. We'll jump over to your preset in just a moment here. I just want to say hi to a few more people in the sure. chat that have taken their time to uh, wish us well today. Uh, Mike Francis is here. Um, and Leon Moen says, Can anyone imagine the level of guitar as junior will be when he hits 21? I, I think so. I really do. The kid is really talented in a lot of levels. Um, he was playing a beautiful Grand Yamaha grand piano right in the center of the ballroom. I was so so in awe watching him do that. You know that was awesome, I, and I really felt for him. That, and he wasn't nervous; just hopped on there and played like he was, you know, in his living room, right?
1: That's incredible. Yeah, that's that was incredible. cool.
0: So thank you on that comment there, Leon. Um, Pusa Studios is here, nice to have you here. Uh, let me see here, Brian Cote, I think I mentioned Brian Cote. Uh, Brad Miller says, uh, Eric, I know you are really busy, figured out uh, how to do the wa switching and shot a video going to be my uh, first YouTube post. Thanks to the inspiration. I, I was, he's been asking me for the longest time to do um, a video, and it's a very simple video, I just did not get the time to do it. But you know how you can assign uh, like an auto off for a, an expression pedal? Right, yeah. Yep. And um, and he was asking me, he was so patient with me too, and I and I let him down on that one. But now, he did a video on his own, so I'm going to be proud to see that, and I'll give it a thumbs up for sure. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Andrea T is here. The channel deserves more. Thank you. I appreciate that immensely. And Klaus uh, says, Helix sounds great, but the Community Line Six contribution and presence on the forums really makes a difference. I agree with that 100%. Could not agree more. Um Absolutely. So we're going to jump over. I'm going to have you do a little bit of playing, and you've given us a preset yeah. here, which Nocturnal is going to um, post in the link soon to download. So tell us what the preset yeah. will entail, and then you can just take us through some of your... Um, your uh, music there,
1: absolutely. So, um, so the the preset uh, for anyone that's followed my channel, they would know that for me, once basically Litigator was added uh, to the firmware. That was it. I was done. Okay. <laughs> I had really. That's it. I'm done. And uh, you know, you go around Nam and you see all these these rock stars or whatever. But you know, and, uh, as I tell uh, Ben Adrian every time I see him at Nam, like he's he's the rock star. I mean, I think you know that was one of his babies was was programming that. So this patch is built around uh, the litigator AMP model, um, and what I try to do with the snapshots is just kind of highlight uh, some Variac stuff you can do so if you have a very even if you don't have a variax it's it's a very uh versatile and dynamic patch but if you have a variax um it it just kind of highlights some of the stuff that i do with it um and as i mentioned before we went in here i'm going to um i'm going to be turning down my mic uh as i play because otherwise there would be some dissonance because i'm going to do some alt tuning stuff gotcha Um, so anyway, um, I'll start out with, um, you know, I'd mentioned I did that. We did the Sergeant Peppers thing. This is a very simple thing where I just retuned, uh, the very acts to do basically a seventh bar chord. Uh, I just play a quick example of that. So you can hear, even though, you know, um, I'm playing just with one finger. It's doing the right chord. Um, for for like I said, for an old guy like me with wrist problems, that's a lifesaver. Another one we did recently, we covered "Easy Like Sunday Morning" by the Commodores. Okay. Now already it's it's one fret up capoed. So uh, I did that out you know right out of the gate. And then there's a modulation at the end where it goes up another half step. And rather than moving up and redoing the chords. Why not just do it through the Variax? Um, so it, it um, it's just a clean sound, but uh, something like... So you can hear it modulate up yeah. a little bit. So another cool thing, this is more Helix and Variax, but that solo, when we did it, I was like, it doesn't qu- uh, you know, I added a fuzz, and I'm like, ah, it's not quite there. And I started really listening to it, and it sounded like they were actually just plugging into a mixer console and overdriving it. Uh, I did a little research and found out that is what they did. Cool. So I have a, the next snapshot for the lead. It turns off the amp and cab, and it's just a fuzz pedal going straight to front of the house. So uh, it, it uh, sounds like this. <laughs> So you get that, that really kind of direct, just nasty, gnarly sound, you know, and then I can hit a button and be right back to that clean sound through an amp. Um, and again, like when I'm playing a gig, it, I'm just stepping right through this, this stuff through the gig, and mm-hmm. it, it just makes life easy. Um, and then, of course, the, uh, the solo, not solo, but acoustic stuff uh, is great as well. So um, here's just kind of a, this is the same patch. Okay. It turns off the amp and cab, and then it turns on uh, a parametric EQ that I, I spent some time dialing it in to really um, highlight the acoustic sounds. Okay. Uh, so here's what that sounds like. It's a very workable acoustic sound. Um, Or if you wanted to go 12-string open E, as an example, uh, this is what that would be. (laughs) So very versatile. Um, Beautiful. And what you can do live, you know. Um, now, this next one is a pure, like, proof of concept. I did a drop B, and I tried to make it heavy. The Litigator is not a heavy amp, so uh, any comments. If that's not metal tone, I hear you. It's not. <laughs> but just as a proof of concept, here's a drop B with a little bit of extra gain. Okay. <laughs> And, you know, so far everything is, has been this one preset.
0: Um, That's what people are going to get today.
1: This, yeah, they're going to get it. So just to flip over, if you're not a Variax user and you just want a preset, um, let me flip over to stomp mode. It is set up for, if, if you have your globals, uh, the 10-button stomp. So set that to access all of the stomp boxes. Um, so, again, I, I love the litigator sound. Um so, you, because you can cover so much ground with it, um, I'm going to play a little bit just on like the neck pickup okay. um, of the guitar, and then flip over to the bridge. I've got the modeling side. I've got a, a Strat neck and then a P90 with a Strat body. So, just to let you hear how it'll go from like a clean sound to drive without even touching the Helix. Um, so, anyway, here, here's what that sounds like. <laughs> That's a clean sound. I just flipped the pickup, <laughs> and I haven't even touched the Helix at all. That's it, it's badass. very responsive. It's very responsive. And then if you want to throw a tube screamer on to get more of that uh, bluesy. <laughs> Um, then I have a Timmy set up. If you want a little more of that straight marshley crunch, so it's a really versatile patch. Um, yeah, it's on my I was always I was paranoid I wasn't going to have my mic.
0: You you got some tasty um, licks, my friend.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. And then um, I also, I have a patch up on my channel with some U2 stuff. So I have some delay stuff set up that's kind of U2-esque. So I'm going to flip over to like an in-between strat sound. Okay. um, And uh, here's here's what that would sound like if you're doing U2. So... Mm -hmm. Kind of cover a lot of a lot of ground Um, and uh, some other stuff like uh, there's the univibe on here, you know. Um, some phase tremolo. I, I try to just kind of throw a little bit of everything on this preset, so it's it's basically a template. Yeah. And you can do whatever you want, you know. Um, the thing that, like us, we were talking earlier, as far as stock presets, your setup, your guitar, everything's always going to be a little different than everyone else's. Right. So um, this is a good starting point. Um, can kind of show you some stuff, um, you know, download it, you know, tickle the knob a little bit and get it to where you want it, and you're good to go. I've always said that before,
0: that there's not there's not really a bad preset out there for the sole fact that even if it's not a tone that you're looking for, like, okay, maybe someone just likes that vibe that you just had. Maybe that's they just love yeah. that. They copy that. They bring it over to one of their presets. That's a takeaway. Uh, exactly. Maybe it's maybe it's that, uh, you know, dotted eighth note delays and things like that. People don't know how to do that sometimes. Um, yeah. That, you know, they're all takeaways. So it looks like you've given someone a whole canvas to play with, and what they do with it is up to them. But thank you for putting this yeah. together for us.
1: Oh, happy to do that. Happy to do that. And this is, um, you know, a somewhat scaled down version of, of my, I use, I basically use one preset for live and um, I'll, I'll just use snapshots to rearrange things. Mm-hmm. But um, I was talking to a Helix buddy and he was like, yeah, it's, it, you know, you're, it's kind of boring talking to you about presets in, in a sense. <laughs> I'm like, no, oh, I don't know what to tell you. It's, it is what it is. I've kind of found my sound. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at Helix as my favorite amp with some pedals and, and it, I'm good. I mean, you know, Um uh, I always look forward to new firmwares. I always like to try out the new stuff of course, and sometimes I incorporate the new effects. And now recording's a little different, a uh, bit of a different animal. I, I will, um, Of course, I will try different things for recording because you have a little more freedom. But I'm just a firm believer when you go to a gig, I just like having this consistency of tone across the board. Mm -hmm. You you have different flavors and you're doing different artists and different songs. But excuse me, in the end, I want to sound like me and there's a certain tone I want to hear. Um, So that's why that's the approach I take. But the beauty of the Helix is you can take completely different approaches and it it can work great. I so. agree with
0: you, and I think you and I have something very much in common. What you just said about having one preset, and you almost feel kind of guilty because you're using one preset, and you've got hundreds more. But same thing here too. I've got several of the Helix products, and the one I use as my main. You can uh, I, my camera's off; you can't see me right now. But above my head, I've right. got the Helix rack. Yeah. I've got control underneath the desk, and uh, my relay is uh, wireless. Is plugged into the rack. I come in here every day. I hit a power bar, which turns on everything. Um, And uh, I'm either running through my power cabs or I'm running through my mixer through my uh, reference monitors. And it's a Van Halen preset I've created for myself just because it's a sound I like. And the yep. only time I ever, and I mean literally ever go off that preset is if I want to go into a completely clean uh, kind of um, uh, Glendalon slash Jason Sedites, big canvasy clean clean, if I yes. want to go that realm, I put on that preset, and that's only for a few minutes, and I come back to Rock World, and I just yeah. don't switch it, you know? So it's very, very cool. But we had a couple comments, too. One was on um, on the Litigator as well, too. That was from uh, from Paul, uh, who did the Super Chat earlier. He says, yeah. um, the Litigator is a piece of art. Well done, line six take a bow and oh yeah he also said um I apparently saw one of my videos i just saw one of your videos you can tread holy child uh plays uh, mean uh and both elite players very nice so, bo- bo- both of us um so thank you on that as well paul um and quentin says is there a paul gilbert alternate uh, picking setting on the very x so you can flick a sweating <laughs> a setting and be li- like paul gilbert uh,
1: I- I haven't found it yet. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> Line
0: six, next firmware update. That'd be great. We can all play like Paul Gilbert. Right. Um, this, yeah. this. What
1: you th- can do, not to interrupt, but with the new firmware they talked about with the with the QWERTY keyboard integration, you can use Helix to trigger a Paul Gilbert track at your next gig. <laughs> I, do
0: you remember when they were showing that, um, when Eric Klein was demonstrating, he was like using it on um, on the computer. He's rewinding Paul yes. Highmarsh's videos. In, yes. Oh, man, that's so cool.
1: So cool, because I'm an Ableton Live user. Yeah. Um, and already there was great MIDI integration, but mm-hmm. now, but one of the things in Ableton Live, you can assign hotkeys, you can use the whole keyboard. Right. So this opens up a lot of possibilities, um, with Helix. Um, sometimes I'll, you know, if I, with a full band, I don't usually mess with, but sometimes I'll go do some, some solo stuff and I'll have a, the laptop and, and that just opens up a whole lot of doors to being able to control Ableton with your feet, with Helix. I mean, it's. What a great feature!
0: I'm actually just thinking ahead of myself here as well too. I um, I don't want to put the the uh, the uh, horse before the cart or the cart before the horse. I should say. Um, I'm still bad with analogies. I'm using Helix <laughs> to control some of my uh, my show software as well too. I might do that as well too yeah. down the road. You know, changing cameras and and things like that. That's you know that's pretty pretty cool. But I got to make sure I'm not wearing my big, um, uh, Darth Vader slippers. I used to have these big Darth Vader slippers <laughs> and they're like a Canadian snowshoe, you know, so I could be hitting yeah. like four, four helix buttons at a time. Um, yeah, and,
1: well, I know, in uh, North Carolina, we, for us, we had some cold weather this week and, you know, one morning, uh, or one afternoon, was like 20 something. Uh, and I messaged Jason, like, yeah, we, we we're having a nice Canadian spring day, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, um, so, you know, gosh, I mean, you guys deal with some really cold stuff, so, uh, it, I'm a wimp when it comes to that. <laughs> it's, get,
0: it's getting better. And it was so funny. When we're down in Anaheim, You know, people could tell that we're a tourist because, you know, at nighttime, it was getting cool for them, for the locals. Um, and oh, yeah. by, by cool, I'm going to say, I'm going to just guess, guess like 65, maybe close to 70. And we're out there wearing T-shirts where everyone's wearing like a little windbreaker or whatever. And you could tell that we're the tourists, right? Because like this is like, oh, oh yeah. it's so nice and warm. Um, oh, yeah.
1: Absolutely. A nice
0: comment from Martin says the customer appreciation event looked great. All recognition to Frank, Eric, and the Line 6 crowd. Yeah, they, they did so, such a great event.
1: Such a fun night. Yeah. Uh, both both trips and them I've had, that's been my highlight. Both both times is just that event. Such a fun time.
0: I agree, I agree 100%. We just got a couple minutes left here. I'll just run down the chat real quick here, and I'll, I may miss a few, and I apologize if I do. Uh, Daryl McMillan says he doesn't watch TV. Um, uh, Mike Francis uh, Chadowski, you and your band need to come out uh, to the clubs here in Hickory. Do you know where Hickory is?
1: Uh, yeah, I've played in Hickory. Oh. We played uh, years ago when I was in a band, uh, a club called uh, Windy City Sundries. We played at a lot uh, with another band, but um, I will definitely look into that. Uh, the band I play with now is the Muddy Creek Players, um, a bunch of guys around my age. Some are a little older, some a little younger, but we don't we don't travel a lot. Um, you know, we we basically play like bunch of older guys, you know, four, four, six, eight, ten times a year. Mm-hmm. But um, I will definitely bring that suggestion to the group that we try to look for some Hickory gigs. Because nice. I like Hickory. I've been there. You know, it's it's not that far from where I live. So it's really cool.
0: Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Kurt Paris here. He says, uh, joining late, no problem. Go re- play the replay when it's done. Uh, Fred Siegel, smaller glove, Derek Smalls. That was awesome. Uh, Kurt Perry says he he was uh, so awesome in person. I Tried to make him break character, and he wouldn't. That, that's like when I um when I interviewed Mrs. Smith over my EVH show. Um, I, I've you know I've interviewed a lot of guests, but I've never up until that point never interviewed someone in character. And it was yeah. I had a whole itinerary plan for the show, and I had to rewrite it because I was interviewing the person who played the character. And now I had to interview yeah. the character and that's that's hard that's hard for a person to stay in that character the whole time and and uh David, yeah. who plays mrs. Smith uh, didn't break character for a moment either, you know so. that,
1: what a fantastic uh, talent I mean. Yeah, I, I love I love Mrs. Smith. Or yep, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, so fantastic.
1: Um, I know we only have a few minute, a couple of minutes left. <clears throat> um, but y- we had talked about. I don't know if it's, it may be too late to do this. You could do it later. But we talked about doing um, like a popcorn giveaway. Um, I, it may be too late to do that in the chat. But um, you, you, if you want to do that, we can certainly. Yeah, certainly I'm, tr- work it I'm trying out.
0: to think how we could do that. And um, and I know not everyone's on Facebook either. Okay, tell yeah. you what we're going to do. Okay, no, it has to be. They have to be an American uh, resident, correct?
1: continental US uh, just for shipping purposes it just it, it makes my life easier <laughs> no I can appreciate
0: that for sure so how about we do this just because um, uh, we are a little pressed for time but even it's not even a time issue that's the the issue is the fact that I maybe use like a random number generator or something like that so how does yeah. this sound to you um, usually when the video is done when we when we say goodbye and we're off the air usually within about 15 minutes you can comment on the video Okay. so uh, here's the criteria I'm gonna ask please don't comment um, if uh, you are uh, not an American resident Okay, Um, and just comment to whatever you want to say on there and I will pick a random comment. Let's say we're a Sunday now. How about by um, uh, by let's say Tuesday, Tuesday by Tuesday and Tuesday morning, I will announce the contest is over and I'll pick a random winner. How does that sound?
1: that is great that Okay. Works for me
0: so Tuesday morning so as soon as the video is done just leave a random comment how much you like uh, Chad or or uh, Line 6 Helix or whatever you just whatever you want just something nice be nice because <laughs> we're not going to pick <laughs> trolls same...
1: will not be entered into the contest that's right
0: trolls you don't feed the trolls right If we don't give them popcorn we don't give them anything
1: don't feed them anything let alone popcorn
0: that's right so we will do that we'll pick a winner by random comment and uh, we we'll go from there but you do have to be an american citizen and then after the contest yeah. is over if you guys want us to leave comments well that's totally fine always appreciated and accepted um, let me just see as uh saying say, they can comment just say if they're okay to enter the contest like a US resident they can comment to say yeah. okay yeah so comment to say yeah if they are um they're are uh, they're within the uh, you know United States whatever i think that's what she's trying to say uh, so yeah. that's good we'll do that um, but I appreciate that offer. That's very, very nice. And and I've had, you sent me a sampler yeah. as well a while back too, and pretty much with every flavor that you've made. And it was a, a nice snack here for quite some time.
1: Awesome. I'm glad you enjoyed it.
0: Oh, yeah, very much so. Very much so. Uh, so, yeah, we are at the Helix Hour. We made it 4.01, which is great. I mean, time flies on this show. Uh, we were really talking gear. I do apologize. There's probably a lot of people I did not get a chance to say hi to. Um, but your your names stay up here on the chat through the whole time. And I'll go back and make sure I see everyone that was here that I might not have saw. It's a lot of support here from, from the Line 6 uh, community and you know through the other communities that, that uh, these shows kind of associated with. And I'm blessed to have you people as friends and uh, viewers of the show. Uh, to recap the most important thing, it was great to meet you, Chad, in person. And I know that won't be the last time.
1: Absolutely, and I cannot wait for the next time.
0: It's going to be soon, and I am going to just turn my camera back on so I can see you can see me as we say goodbye here.
1: Yeah, but I'm <laughs> yeah. you're talking I'm sorry. about black I screen back and forth. There we, there we go.
0: There you go. Uh, but it's been an absolute pleasure, and I want to thank everyone for their support uh, today watching the show. It's been great. Um, next Friday, uh, actually, I got a couple things coming up this week. On uh, Tuesday night, uh, back with Kramer Corner, I've got El John from Gibson uh, Brands coming on talking about all the brand new Kramers, and then next Friday night on. Uh, uh, EVH and Care TV, I've got Damon Johnson on the show as well, too, uh, talking about uh, a, a lot of great things, and uh, we're we're trying to uh, land down Vernon Reed. Uh, it's been oh, in in the works for a very, nice. very long time, and I, he could easily yeah. be on either one of these shows. He could either be on the Helix Hour, which may be better for him uh, time-wise, you know, if he doesn't want to spend a lot of time, here's an hour segment, as opposed yeah. to 90 on EVH, but uh, both both ways would be great, so we're working on that. But everyone, go enjoy the Super Bowl if that's your thing today. Have fun out there, be safe, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you right here very, very soon. Until next time, cheers. Hey, AVH Care TV and Eddie Van Halen fans. If you were like me, you find the time to read books difficult. Why not have it read to you? Grab one of three critically acclaimed Van Halen audiobooks, like Van Halen Rising by Greg Renoff, Running with the Devil by Noel Monk, or Everybody Wants Some by Ian Christie, available right now from Audible. Sign up for a free trial with zero obligation to get any one of these three audiobooks today. You can cancel if you wish after your trial membership expires and keep the book there are many other great titles to choose from as well. Links in the description below, but just remember audibletrial.com slash TV. Click the link below and go grab your first free audiobook. Thank you for listening to this edition of EVH and Gear TV. This episode is being brought to you in part by VanHalenStore.com. Shop VanHalenStore.com for the largest selection of official Van Halen merchandise and memorabilia. Be sure to check out our website at EVHGearDiscussion.com for more updates and follow us on social media.